Hey guys, and welcome back to the Lost Podcast. My name is Ray, and I am your host on the Lost Podcast. First of all, if this is your first time on the Lost Podcast, pause this and go back to our introductory video where um, I said video, oh my gosh, our introductory podcast where we are, we focus more on why our host, me, created the last podcast and why it is important for us to have a central focused area or a safe space for solved and unsolved missing people of color cases so please just go check out the the intro the intro has all those little details and more as to why we started this podcast okay okay so i'm I'm gonna pause for a moment and give you guys a moment to go and check out the intro okay and also make sure that you guys follow us on our TikTok. We are on TikTok as the Lost, um, I think it's Lost Podcast. And we are on Instagram as Lost Podcast. Unfortunately, we had to make the O's zeros. So anywhere that you see an O, make it a zero and you'll be able to find us on Instagram. So both on TikTok and Instagram, we are the um, not the but lost podcast. You can find us on TikTok. We don't need to, we didn't need to put the zeros in for the O's. So TikTok is just simply lost podcast. Whereas on Instagram, it is lost podcast and the O's is a zero. So repeat that. I- I'm waiting for y'all to repeat it. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> but Without further ado, let's get right into today's case. So today we are speaking about Kishé Jacobs. So I'm going to be delving right into her life, but I want to give a disclaimer. There's not a lot of information that I can find on missing people of color cases. And so a lot of my missing people of color cases are going to be condensed when it comes to who they are. But I wanted to include this section because I do think it is important for us to know who this person is, who they are, what they did, and what made them the lovable person that they are. So I wanted to go into the who is Kishé Jacobs. So Kishé was born on January 1st, 1995, making her a Capricorn. And I don't know if you know anything about Capricorns, but Capricorns are typically calm, loving individuals. And also, this makes her a New Year's baby. So, she was born on the first day of the whole entire year. That's just such an amazing thing to me. Um, So... Kishé, she grew up in the Westover neighborhood located in Richmond, Virginia. She grew up with her mother, Tony, and her older brother, Devin, or Devon. Um, I cannot find how to pronounce his name, but I think it's Devon or Devon. Either one of those. 
Now, I couldn't find any information about Quiche's uh, father or whether or not he was active in her life on the internet. I only found information about Quiche's mom, Tony. So, therefore, we'll just be focusing on Tony and or her brother, Devon, throughout this. Um, also, so let's move on. So, during elementary school, Quiche was a cheerleader and her mother actually coached the squad. Uh, I found this to be very interesting because um, it, it could go one of two ways when you have parents uh, that coach a squad. Either you can end up resenting your parent because they were maybe a little harder on you or you could end up really growing a very close bond. And that throughout my research, I have seen that 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 latter half of what I just said is what occurred with Quiche and her mom. They seem to have maintained a very close relationship throughout her life. Uh, but uh, because of cheerleading though, Quiche also maintained friendships that were lifelong friendships. So a lot of Quiche's friends that were in her life were from her younger age. I find that to be also interesting because um, when it comes to me personally, I don't have a lot of friends that are like I've known them for from I was a child or anything. I have family, but friends not really because I a moved around a lot. So this shows that Quiche had extreme stability in her life growing up because it seems as if they hardly ever really moved anywhere or was going to moving from different areas to areas it seems like she was in the one area her whole life and this also adds to the mystery of her case so yeah now i couldn't as i said before there's not a lot of information on um my missing color of person cases where it's like i cannot find information on their young lives because a done a lot of interviews that I could see that she's um, given quite a bit of information about Quiche uh, as a younger girl. What she has said, however, is that, you know, Quiche was loved. Uh, she was a very sweet girl. And the main thing that I want to stress was that Quiche and her mother were close, okay? But during her younger days, her mother worked several different call center jobs to provide the best life that she could for her children. So now I am skipping forward here a bit. Again, um, I'm reiterating that Quiche and her mother were extremely close. Some representations that I have found of this or examples or in articles I found that they spoke about boys. They went to the mall together. They watched movies together and they also spoke every day via text or phone call. All right. But it's been said that Quiche was tough and she had a sensitive side and she always ensured that all her friends had a smile on their face. Faces. When Quiche graduated high school, she stayed in the home with her mother and her brother. And that was the most of the information that I could find of Quiche uh, life up until the disappearance. So now we are transitioning into the disappearance. Now, disclaimer again, I'm going to try my my hardest to, I tried not gonna try I tried my hardest to give you guys a timeline however some things just got discombobulated just simply because um her information is not uh, again not a lot of information out there in the world Quiche's mom has tried her 
best to give as much information as she can. On September 26, 2016, Tony was texted by Quiche that she was going to be spending a night, the night with a friend and would be returning home in the morning and she would contact her as soon as she had returned. Tony advised Quiche to be careful and Quiche told her that she would and that she would and that they would speak in the morning. And I also think that it's important to note here that I think um, on September 26, 2016, that uh, Kishe had also advised her mom that she was going to cook breakfast for Devon in the morning, or it could have just been that Devon had informed them, her mother when they thought she was missing the next day. I'm not 100% certain. However, it was known it, somewhere along the lines Quiche was supposed to make breakfast for Devon in the morning because her brother could not cook. Um, her, But Quiche knew how to cook and Quiche would have made the breakfast. Uh, so now we're jumping to the next day. So on September 27, 2016. So remember, Quiche had told mom she would text her when she was home in the morning. She was spending night with friends. So Quiche's mom was not expecting to hear from her throughout the night. However, on September 27, 2016, she was waiting for the text message from Quiche to let her know, hey mom, I reached home safely. And this is because Quiche's mom, Tony, she was at work. So she was waiting for this text message she was supposed to receive. She did not receive a text message. And so she chopped it up like, okay, maybe Quiche was tired um, and she came in and she just forgot to text me. And so she was like, okay, she forgot to text me. I'm, she always calls me on my lunch break. I'm going to wait until my lunch break. And so that is what Tony did. Tony waited until her lunch break. Then when her lunch break came around, she still hadn't received a text and she still has not. She didn't get any calls from Quiche when her lunch break came around. She decided to call Quiche, of course, herself. And so she called Quiche. Her phone, there was no answer. There was no answer from Quiche. And so she was like, hmm, that's very strange. So, and there was no ringing either, guys. It just went straight to voicemail, which to her indicated that maybe Quiche's phone was off. So she decided to call Devin, which is Quiche's older brother, as I have said. She decided to call him just to see what was going on with Quiche or if Quiche made it home safely. And he told her that no mom, I spoke with her last the previous night and he was just she told me she was going out with some friends and again i'm wondering if it was at this point that devin the brother told mom hey you know she's supposed to she was supposed to come home also and make me breakfast because i had begged her or something along those lines however you know he indicated that he hadn't seen quiche and he was home so quiche wasn't there she was worried as any mother would but I don't think she thought the worst. She just thought that maybe her and her friends decided to do something else. And so they would be speak. So she would text her or she would come home later on. So she continued on with her work day. Um, if you know, you know, lunch is just like 
you have four hours for lunch. Uh, you after your lunch is literally in the middle of your your shift, so you know you have four additional hours after lunch. So she decided, I guess, to work out the day to because she was just like, it's twelve. Maybe Quiche will come home later on in the evening. Um, she wasn't sure. I'm quite sure what she packed or what was going on, and maybe she was just up. Oh, she forgot to update me. You know how children are at you know at this point. They're a little older, so they're not. They're a little young. You know, they don't. They're they're wanting to go out with their friends. They want to enjoy life. So she was like, okay, I'll leave her alone. Um, and of course, she'll probably when she comes home, you know, don't talk about it, or she'll text her later to advise her, hey, um, I'm sorry, or something along those lines. So later on the night, and this is still on September 27, Tony arrived home, but there was still no, and she hadn't received a text, and she had not gotten a call from Quiche either. And that was so unlike Quiche to Tony, she was just so confused on to what to do. So she called her phone again, and it went to voicemail again. And so she also called her daughter's friends because that's whom she said she was going to be going out with. And they and they said that she wasn't there. And so what else did they also do? She visited their homes as well just to see if Quiche was there. And she just, you know, wasn't sure. So she called and she visited the friends' homes. However, Quiche was not, not at anyone's house. They also stated that they were not sure where Quiche was at this point, okay? But something else came out later, but me as a 21-year-old, uh, I want to really get this point across because I don't want you guys to judge the friends with the later things that I'm telling them. I want you guys to look at all scopes. So me as a 21-year-old, I am 23 right now. So I as a 21-year-old, my friend's mom is calling me and it's like hey you know what's going on with um my friend i'm just gonna be like oh well i don't know where she is because i don't know if quiche wants me you know to tell her parent what's going on or what she did or what she's doing and so me being me i'm gonna say ah no i don't know anything you get me or then you know they call me or say they knock on my door and i'm like whoa <laughs> you know whoa not a laughing matter at all but i'm like whoa you're here oopsies what am i supposed to say so of course me being a friend i'm more than likely just gonna say i don't know where she is because even if i did know or even if i do know where i dropped her in my mind she was dropped to see a boy as i was saying about the point as a 21 year old i just don't think it would be within me to betray like my friend and tell her mom like hey you know this is what happened blah 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 blah, blah. but just save that thought we're gonna continue on with the timeline so quiche's mom had no idea what to do at this point according to articles that i saw i don't see that quiche's mother says this after the fact but i did see earlier articles did mention that she was speaking with her sister on the phone and her sister said hey you know you should call 911 so it was around 2 a.m that she was speaking with her sister and that's when she 
had called the police and to advise her that she was missing. So when she did call the police, by the way, they advised her to come in person to report it. Um, and from what I am seeing that when she was in person, when she went down to the police station, you know how police officer officers are, um, especially when a person is missing and they're over the age of 21. They really and truly love to chop it up as uh, they're 21 years old. She probably is somewhere that she doesn't want you to know and she'll show up type of thing. Uh, we especially though see this in missing persons of color cases. They love to chop it up as oh she's 21 she's hiding things from us i don't know what's this notion with police officers and missing piece of persons of colors they're 21 chop it. like this goes back to my introduction as if we were to compare other kids they're like oh no yeah 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 no you know it's as if police officers don't think that we can have close relationships with our parents as people of color that, that's just the only thing that i can really come down to it's like they think that because we are people of color we cannot have personable relationships with our parents or something it's it's quite odd that they always chop it up to uh, she's 21 she's probably somewhere that she just doesn't want you to know now she said in an interview that she told the police that no that's not my daughter she even tried to show them her message thread that listen we speak every day there's never a t never a time that my daughter and i don't speak and so in the interview i could see that she felt annoyed about this and she did say in that interview that she felt as if the department really dropped the ball there but unfortunately they did not listen to her um about the case um, from what I have researched, the the search in the beginning only involved Kishay's mom and Kishay's friend, and they went door to door, um, and they were not involved in the case in the beginning stages. In fact, as I said, the police did not think Kishay was missing. They thought that Kishay was, you know, somewhere that they didn't want she didn't want her mom to know that she was at what i did find however was that they were involved in the case a week later um from what i have heard from tony is that that was because of her pushing 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 and i really want to reiterate this that if you have a missing persons case the most important thing that you can do for your family member is to keep pushing detectives and calling them every single day to see what they have on your your missing person because if you don't do that your case can get push to the back burner rather quickly especially when you're a missing person of color and, and your case did not get national news when your case gets national news that's a different story but when it doesn't have national news or a nation that is behind you it's important that you your own person and family members are calling up to see what's going on so that they know someone gives a crap about that person because some of the times they just feel as if nobody cares and so they don't put their all into it but once you do they do decide to work <laughs> so it was also during the search at the beginning that it was figured out that Kishay's friends were with her of course they were the night before so I'm gonna read here what it was like the small paragraph that I have about what happened 
Um, so according to her friends, uh, they stated they dropped her off at Church Hill to meet someone. And they were not sure who she was going to meet. What I've gathered is that they didn't know that she was going to meet a guy. So they dropped her off at the location. And this location was about 10 minutes away from Kishay's house. And then it came out later that it was her friend, Demarcus Hunt, whom advised that he was the one that drove her to the unknown male's house. He dropped her off at Church Hill, which it's like a block. He didn't drop her off in... Well, not that he didn't. He did drop her off in front of a specific house. If you watch the HBO documentary, Kishay's mom brings us to the specific house that she was dropped off to um, in the Churchill District. And the house is very overgrown now. Um, it doesn't seem as if anyone lives there anymore. Uh, it was not sure. It was not known or weren't sure whom she went to 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 see at the house or why she went to the house but the the marcus hunt her friend dropped her off there um according to him there's this is where a lot of mixed up in the story goes because according to him she was supposed to see a female friend because the female friend texted him and said hey she's coming to see me and then according to the female friend she never sent no such text and he was actually going to see she was she was going to see a guy we're not 100% certain whom she was going to see but we do know for certain that most of the friends have corroborated that she was going to see an unknown male they weren't sure whom she was going to see now from what i gathered police did speak with demarcus hunt and the female friend i cannot get her name but i did get demarcus's name so also after this you know when the police got involved they of course canvassed the area handed out flyers months after her disappearance her cell phone has never been used Kishi has a facebook account it's never been used and she has a bank account that has never been used and her email address as well has never been used. These items have not been found still to this day. Neither her cell phone, her, her um, neither her cell phone or the bag that she did go out with that night. None of that has been found. So Kishay's mom, after months after the disappearance, they have raised three thousand dollars in order to bring in new leads. Uh, there has been reported sightings of Kishay, but no, but none of those sightings have ever been verified. Uh, the police, however, also just to know, does not believe that Kishé um, ever ran a no ran away, nor do they believe that she ever went to another state. Um, unfortunately, Tony's mom has gotten a lot of prank calls recently. Um, well, not really recently. I don't know if she's gotten any recently, but she's gotten a lot of prank calls of people saying, "Oh, you know, I'm Kishé," or people creating social media saying that they're Kishé. Uh, Jacobs and messaging her and calling her advising her that they're Kishay Jacobs I don't think that's right and I don't really know why someone would ever do that to somebody but I don't know y'all are just very interesting people but I do want to say that after a year after Kishay disappeared Tony lost her other child, which is Devin, Kishay's older brother. He was murdered. Um, his uh, murderer was literally exactly almost a year from the time that Kishay got missed. The person that murdered Devon was not connected to Kishay's disappearance. But I did want to add this to there to, to sh make you guys see that 
this is a mom that had to literally not step back from the grieving of her son to trying to because until you find either the person or about you don't know where that person is so in your mind your hopes are that that person is going to walk through the front door i watched the interview and she says that she still has not been able to grieve the death of her son she's just also she's been on go dealing with Kishé Jacobs case and talking to any person that's a news reporter that will listen to her story and listen to what happened to her daughter and so um with that news that I watched she said that she never got the opportunity to to fully grieve her son which I just think is very sad because it is important that he grieves the loss of her son and unfortunately I feel as if it's going to that that grief for the son is probably someday unfortunately gonna hit her. and that in 2018 there was knowledge that there was a man that knew of Kishé's disappearance uh, he was serving time in jail from what I've gathered and I think this is whom she is talking about uh, on Kishé's uh, find Kishé Jacobs Facebook page Kishé's mom that it is a legend that there is a young man named Otis Tucker to whom she thinks last saw Kishé. This has not been confirmed from what I have seen so far um, and nothing of that sort has been confirmed but uh, he is currently in jail as well for assault it seems. But it is important that I wanted to advise you guys that the Richmond Police Department believes that someone in the East and specifically Broad Street Corridor may have information that could bring case to a close. So if you have any information on Keisha Jacobs case, please reach out to the Richmond Police Department. Please, 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 please reach out to the Richmond Police Department. Um, and also, uh, to the phone number, you can reach the Richmond Police Department as it's 805-646-3925. And again, that number is 805-646-3925. So let's, the current, the only current theory that is held by investigators is that they believe some sort of foul play happened that night and that she went missing. They don't know whom they think it is that did this. However, they do believe that Kishé is unfortunately deceased. And for them, it's a matter of finding the body. Um, however, Tony does believe that Kishé is still alive and she is somewhere out there. And she has become an advocate for other families of missing children. In fact, on her Help Kishé page, she always posts up other missing patients of color. Um, well, other per people missing. She doesn't just specify missing persons of color. I apologize. Uh, and she's been missing, as I said, from September 16, 2016, when she was she disappeared when she was 21, and Kishé would be 26 today. At the time of her disappearance, she was 5'3". She weighed 100 to 110 pounds. Her hair was brown, and her eyes were brown. And she has a couple distinctive tattoos. She has a tattoo of a leaf on her right foot she has a pause on her upper thigh area and on her right shoulder she has her mom's name Tony and then on I'm sorry 
she has a flower on her right shoulder and then on her left she has Tony which is her mom name and she has on her right wrist a flower so she has a couple of tattoos so if again you have any information regarding Kishay's disappearance or you know of her whereabouts please call detective William Thomas with the Richmond Virginia Police Department at 804-646-0 I mean 804-646-3925 or you can call Crime Stoppers at 804-780-1000 and her case number is 2016-0928-0034 all right guys so guys I really do want to thank you guys for tuning into my lost podcast guys again follow me on instagram i do show i'm gonna start doing shorter versions of these cases on my tiktok and instagram reels so please follow me on instagram and tiktok my instagram name is lost podcast the zeros are I said the zeros. The O's are zeros. The O's are zeros. So that's Lost Podcast on Instagram where the O's are zeros. And then it's Lost Podcast on TikTok. And the O's are not zeros on TikTok. So just look up Lost Podcast. Thank you. And guys, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And I'm so excited for the next one that we are doing. Um, Hopefully, you enjoyed the my me speaking about Keisha Jacobs's case and please please if you have any information please reach out to the numbers that I have advised you off already and please guys please guys please 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 share this podcast with your friends so that your friends can listen as well and they can find out other missing persons of case person cases and guys if you have anyone that you would like for me to do please don't hesitate to dm me on lost podcasts instagram and i will most certainly look into their case and see if it's something that fits with my channel uh but my podcast but thank you so much again guys for listening to us here and we hope you have a splendid day Hey.